It's the Stones Will Cry Out Radio Show. Coming to you live via satellite airwaves. Where the voices of men, women, and children behind bars will not be silenced. The Stones Will Cry Out. Dingolive.com. Freedom from the abyss of the Iron Beast. Looking for ways to expose your product or brand? Please go to www.a2anc.com or email us at the Stones Will Cry Out Radio Show at gmail.com. You can also call us at 919-264-4638. The Stones Will Cry Out, where the voices of men and women and children behind bars will not be silenced. You're listening to the Stones Will Cry Out Radio Show with Domita White. Domita White. White. Ladies and gentlemen, on the line right now, I have an amazing guest again, Mr. Sean Gilreath. How are you, sir? Good morning. Could be better, could be worse, you know? But it's uh, all in all doing great. Awesome, awesome. Awesome. So uh, what would you like to talk about today? Well, uh, I sent you a couple of topics, and uh, was there anything of uh, particular interest that you have in mind, or what? Um, I was interested in you um, expounding more on, I guess, the money that is made on like the transfers to and from different facilities. I mean, I've I've never heard of that before, and I'm very interested to know more about that. Okay, um, the DOT uh, since I came into the Bureau of Prisons in 1996, they used to have a thing that they called diesel therapy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what it was is they would just put you on a series of buses and planes from transfer center to transfer center, uh, sometimes hold over in county jails and private facilities, which were certainly not up to uh, federal standards. And they would just bounce you around. Okay, so your mail would never catch up. Uh, your money wouldn't follow you to some of these private institutions and, and county jails, so you couldn't purchase the things you needed. A lot of times, things weren't provided. Your mail, your visits, your phone calls. Not a, it, was, it was a form of disciplinary torture. All right, so the BOP, they said, okay, well, we can't do that anymore. You know, that, that's, that's wrong. Uh, read quotations. It's wrong. So what they've done is they kind of broaden the reasons that they can transfer you. All right, so I'll give you an example. Um, let's say I'm, at a, I'm currently at FCI Talladega, and someone says, just another inmate says that I threatened them. Now, there's no proof to this threat. You know, we all have bad days. Maybe I said something, or, or maybe I didn't even say anything at all, but you've got clashes of personalities. You response to say this. So an inmate, and this is the most boiled down simple version, an inmate can say, hey, Mr. Gilreath threatened. Well, they are just as likely as not to lock me in the shoe and transfer. All right, in 2017, uh, I was at USP McQuarrie, right? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, let me back up. I was at USP uh, uh, Big Sandy. All right, I did receive a shot. Uh, ultimately, the, the shot was thrown out and is not on my record. 
but uh, there was a group of white inmates that acted up, and every white inmate on the sidewalk got a uh, disciplinary report. Mine was expunged because I was just coming out of jail. But I get it. They, you know, at the time, they didn't know. So they transferred me from, now keep in mind, I beat the write-up, but they still transferred me just out of spite or to prove a point or whatever. Wow. So they put me on a bus. They put me on a bus to from USD Big Sandy, which is in Big Sandy, Kentucky. And uh, I take about a six and a half, seven hour bus ride to Atlanta. Now, on the interstate, we passed the exit for Pine Knot, Kentucky, which is USD McQuarrie. It's a couple hours away. That's where I'm going. But the BOP. This call is from a federal prison. The BOP doesn't operate on logic because. This is how it should be done. So, six and a half, seven hour bus ride to the holdover at FCI Atlanta. I sit there for a couple weeks. Living conditions, unlike anything you would believe was possible in the Bureau of Prisons. So, I sit in Atlanta for a couple weeks. They put me on a plane. Uh, it's called a JPAT. It's just Justice Prisoner Alien Transport Service. This is a private contract company. That runs, uh, I believe, 727s or 737s out of Oklahoma City. All right, so they put me on a plane at uh, Marshall Jackson and fly me to the Federal Transfer Center in Oklahoma City. I sit there for a few weeks. They put me back on a plane, fly me back to Lexington, Kentucky. Now, keep in mind, I just left Big Sandy, Kentucky. Bus ride, airplane. Now I'm on another 737 being flown. Back to the state of Kentucky, I land at Lexington, I put back on a bus for a few hours to go to USP McQuarrie in Pinot, Kentucky. Well, if you look at a map, you can Google this. If you're going in a direct line from Big Sandy, Kentucky to Atlanta, you actually passed the prison that I was going to. But it took me six weeks, two bus trips, and two jumbo jet flights to get three hours of the road. And that was... I beat the shot. Wow. At the query, I never received the shot. My my, cell, my cellmate got caught with some drugs. He ended up getting a write-up and went to the smooth, the special management unit program, the disciplinary program. They put me on a plane back to Oklahoma, then another plane to USP Victorville holdover, and then about a 10-hour bus ride to Northern California, and I had no write-up. Now, I stay there, I do my minimum time there, and I have to repeat that process to come back closer to home, which is a 10-hour bus ride, about six, seven, I don't really know how, we don't have watches in transit. From Atwater to Victorville, a plane ride back to Oklahoma, a plane back to Atlanta, and a bus ride back to here. And no shots, no write-ups. So they changed the diesel therapy into administrative transfers, and they just use them willy-nilly. So let me ask you a question. With all of those yes, plane rides, who is being charged for those plane rides? Like, whose tab is that on? The taxpayer. The taxpayers. It only comes out of the it's private contractor. And it, it comes up in the Department of Justice budget. Now, keep in mind, besides the Department of Defense, the Department of Justice is the largest recipient, the second largest recipient of U.S. funds. You've got the Department of Defense and the Department of Justice. Okay, and they love these contractors, these private contractors, the GOs, uh, 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 the Logan Correctional uh, Systems or LCS out of Texas and 
and Wack and Hudson and JPATS, while it is, I believe, contracted solely to the Bureau of Prisons, it is still a private company. And these are retired law enforcement or retired military that get paid to ride around the country on 737 jets, stay in hotel rooms, what have you, just to move a widget from one shelf to another. And the taxpayers are, are paying for it. And, you know, the, the first setback says, oh, well, we're not going to send you outside 500 miles. But then you flip the page and there's disclaimers unless the BOP deems necessary. Well, the BOP was already going by that. Of course, they're going to keep it close unless they deem otherwise. I mean, that's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of subterfuge. And uh, no different than Iraq and Afghanistan with, with the Department of Defense. you got the military. The military must act according to XYZ mm-hmm. because they're under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, UCMJ. They have the Pentagon overlooking. Well, then they hire companies, what we know now is uh, private contractors. When I was growing up in the 80s, they were known as mercenaries. And companies like Blackwater or Executive Outcomes or uh, Triple Canopy, I mean, there's just hundreds and probably thousands of these private contractors that are not held to the same standard. They receive pay from the federal government to take actions on behalf of the federal government, but they're not held to the same standard. And it's no different then with JPATS or GEO or any of these plethora of private contract facilities, they they receive federal funding, but they say they're up the code, but I can assure you they're not. Wow. And there's there's no oversight. There's no oversight, just like there's no oversight of Blackwater in Iraq, and look at the atrocities that was committed there. There's not oversight that the Department of Justice would have you believe with these private contractors within the Bureau of Prisons. That is crazy. Wow. Unbelievable. And, it, and, it's, and it's people like yourself and my friends and families and taxpayers that are paying for it, all in the name of criminal justice reform or, or rehabilitation. Let's call it from a federal prison. There's no rehabilitation here, Ms. White. There's none. Uh, they, they, you know, the Bureau of Prisons will have the common citizenry thinking, oh, well, you know, you can go and play golf and this, that, and get a college education. None of that is true. You know, they said, we offer, look at all these classes we offer. It's a shame. The ACE, the Adult Continuing Education, is taught by inmates. I've literally seen a reentry class at FCI Coleman taught by a man that has been in federal prison since 1979. And he's sitting there telling 28-year-old youngsters that only been now two years how to search the internet. This man's never searched the internet. Or a guy at FCI still where I was that was teaching the commercial driver's license class that had never possessed the CDL where I did. Wow. I'm a published author. I've seen people that, that was teaching a creative writing class that have never published a book but they wouldn't give me the job for I'm a published, I've written novels on Amazon, you know, but they wouldn't give it to me because and maybe my personality isn't quite as charming. But all these classes that they that they expound, oh man, the only these inmates have the opportunity are taught by people a lot of times that just barely got their GED last year. They just happened to work in the education department. They 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 submit a syllabus and they say, Okay, well this guy's gonna teach you how to run a small business. He's on crack. 
Mm. He just got his GD last year. How can he teach me anything? But it looks good on paper. Wow. And they get funding for it. Yeah, from the government. They get yeah. What's that? They get funding from the government. Yeah, as do a lot of these uh, so-called organizations out here that I know of. They're just interested in the money from the government. That's it. I believe in, in this. I don't quote me on this because I'm not certain on the, the amount. But they, the, the, the BOP, I believe, received something around $2,500 for every person that rolls in the GED. What? Wow. Are you serious? Okay, notice I've, now, I don't know, I'm not certain about this, but this is something to look into. Notice I said enrolled, not completed. Because <laughs> they'll give you a thing if you, if, if you don't, people go get a GED, oh, I can't do it. And they get what they call an exception. And they still get the funding for allowing a man, uh, I get out of jail free card on the GED, but he enrolled. He went to a few classes. And I, I, I'm too dumb, or I'm too lazy, or I'm not dedicated enough, whatever the reason is. And they still get the funding as if this man completed and obtained his GED. It's money. Money, 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 money. What the people who fail to realize is we, all the rec equipment in the Bureau of Prisons that the inmates use, we pay for. We pay for the TVs. We pay for the, the cable news, the, the cable channels. We pay for the baseball bats. We pay for the softballs. We pay for the footballs, the basketballs. We pay for all that. Because if, on the inmate commissary, there's a 30% markup on every item. So if something costs $2, they charge to about $270. If that 30% markup that we spend for money that you and our friends and family send us, that pays for all the quote-unquote luxuries, the microwaves, the things like that. And then they take them. But, you know, we don't get more sports equipment when they quit buying microwaves. We don't get more channels when they quit buying sports equipment. So where is this money going? Wow. It's always about money this way. Always. Whether it's the Department of Defense, Department of Justice, or the Department of the Interior, where it's always about money. I'm just a widget on a shelf in the warehouse that gets moved from the top shelf to the bottom shelf and back again, and they're paying somebody to move me from one spot to another. That's it. There's no real I've been to prison 23 years. I'll be 45 soon. I'm just rehabilitated. If I'm not going to change my ways right now, I'm not going to. Well, you're doing a good job because you did it yourself. You didn't wait for anybody else to well, do it for you. You know, I, I'm trying to stay sane, that's all. You know, but the, the, the taxpayers, whether I, it, it benefits me or not, I've just seen so much over the last quarter century. And, and my time here is not done. But I've just seen so much that the American, my friends, my friends and family, they're like, come on, are you serious? I'm like, I'm deadly serious. There's just so much graft and corruption, but it's all covered by policy because the policies are so vague. Oh, well, we can do this. Well, how can you do it? Because it doesn't say we can't do it. You see what I'm saying? Well, if you don't tell your kid, don't, don't, don't paint the pool. I mean, you got to go around and specify everything. No, we know what's right and wrong, and it's about billions of dollars a year. Right. Well, that's the second beat. Um, I'm just so glad to have this conversation with you and for you you know taking the time to talk to me about these things and enlighten me yes ma'am whenever whenever you have a topic that you you would like to discuss let me know i sure will thank you so much
Thank you, Ms. White. You have a great day. You do the same. Thank you. And bye-bye. Yes, ma'am. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a very powerful, profound, and extremely enlightening interview that I had with Mr. Gilreath, and we will now break for a commercial. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to another powerful segment of The Stones Will Cry Out. Let us encourage each other's strengths and coach each other within our weaknesses, without condemnation, so that we can truly embrace each other's differences. We all need each other, and therefore we can all learn from each other. Let us continue to uplift one another. Where there is unity, there is peace, freedom, joy, and love. And until we meet again, thank you so much. May you be kept safe. God bless you. Good night.